Chabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, let's go to Monaco now because there is Formula E. I'm sure some of you would have seen that for, uh, SABC has been broadcasting Formula E for some time now, especially on the Sport Arena show. That's where we have seen it and we've taken some interest in it. And uh, and also it's coming to Cape Town, by the way. I remember I was there at the launch of the track of the street race in Cape Town around Greenpoint Stadium. We're taken around the track that got on the bus and it looks like it's going to be an exciting race next year. And in Monaco, that's where we find Ian McLaren. Aaron, uh, who has attended a Formula E event in uh, in uh, Monaco, and he's going to tell us more about this. Ian is a motoring journalist in South Africa for the past 24 years, spent most of that time at Car Magazine, and he joins us on the line. Ian, good evening from us on SAFM. Thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight. Good evening. How are you? No, we're fine. Thanks, uh, Ian. How's Monaco, firstly? Well, uh, it's beautiful as always. I've done some uh, house hunting while I'm here and I've put in some cheeky office, so we're waiting to hear back. <laughs> Have you met Princess Shalini yet? <laughs> I haven't seen her. I gave her a call, but uh, um, I got her voice note. Oh, please send my regards to Princess Shalini. She's my home girl <laughs> from, from Binoni there. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I actually know her dad. I know her dad. I'm serious. <laughs> but anyway, what takes you to Monaco, Ian? So actually, um, I was also at the event in Cape Town, uh, which is very exciting. And then uh, more importantly now for Formula E, this they're racing in Monaco this weekend, but they used the occasion of this weekend's race to launch their Gen 3 car. So the third generation Formula E car, and that's the car that will come to Cape Town next year. So they're currently running the Gen 2 cars, uh, which are fairly quick. And they'll be running around Monaco this weekend. Uh, but next year, and what I, I've just come back from the unveiling of it, mm. is the Gen 3 car, which is even faster, uh, um, even more capable, and, and, and should be really good to watch. Mm. And besides being fast, what, what, what else makes it special? What have they done to this car? So the Gen 2 car only has, uh, it obviously has a battery pack and it has an uh, electric motor on the rear wheels. Uh, and now the Gen 3 car has an electric motor on the front wheels as well. So that the front wheel motor actually just just works for regenerative braking, and what that does is every time the the driver pushes the brake pedal, it puts energy back into the battery. So what the advantage of that is now what they're saying is forty percent of the energy that will be required to complete a race will come from regenerative braking. So which wow. is good news in terms of you know the future of electric mobility. All this technology will eventually filter down into the cars that we drive. And for those maybe who are not aware, who've not been following, how would you describe Formula E? What exactly is Formula E? So Formula E is the pinnacle of electric motor racing. So what they've tried to do, um, and because it's it's obviously not noisy, it doesn't have a combustion engine, it's clean energy. So what they can do is they can run in the city centers around the world. So they've been to Rome, they've been to Paris, uh, and that's why that'll allow them to come to Cape Town. So there, there is no noise associated, um, some might argue that's a downside, mm. to Formula E, but it allows them to go to places where Formula One and other forms of motor racing could never get to just purely because of you know, the logistics and the noise and the pollution associated with it. So Formula E allows them to get much closer to city centers, which in turn allows fan bases to get a little bit closer, to see the action, um, and it's 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 fairly exciting racing, so which is which is good. Everybody wants that. And how has it been received, Formula E? You know, it's tricky. So I grew up watching uh, watching Formula One, and I, I love the MotoGP racing now. So there, there's a history of motorsport in 
terms of combustion engines and loud noises and, and Formula One cars used to sound fantastic. So I think a lot of the, the, the concern around electric mobility, be it road cars or Formula E racing, is the lack of sound. So a lot of people put that down as a negative. But in terms of racing, the cars can get really close to one another. The acceleration is really good. Uh, and I think with these new cars now, season they'll come to us during season nine next year. I think the the level of excitement is 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 raising, and I think people are getting more interested and intrigued in in the formula. And now in in Monaco, do they use the same uh, track as the Formula One? Yeah, so that's fascinating. So because obviously Monaco mm. is a street race, yeah, uh, they they use the same track. They've used it for the first time uh, last year. And now this year they did exactly the same layout as the Formula One cars, so that'll be an interesting comparison in terms of lap times uh, and, and and a spectacle. So yes, this is the only time that Formula E uses the same track as a Formula One. And and we 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 just asked you for a brief before we spoke to you, and you sent us an interesting message message here about what you've observed in Monaco and the cars that they drive. What kind of cars? Uh, I mean, cars do they drive there? Are they also into electric cars now, or is it still the normal cars? So, I mean, Monaco is a fascinating place. I've never, I mean, the whole, the whole city of Monaco is only, I think, three square kilometers wide. But in this, in this space, there's more millionaires and billionaires than anywhere else in the world. So there's obviously the opulence that comes with that. So mm. in Monaco, you see everything from Lamborghini to Bentley to Ferrari. And, and there's a lot of that running around. But in between that, the kind of the normal citizen actually drives an electric car. And it makes perfect ah. sense because... They can, they can, I mean, if, in a city this size, you never need to go more than, say, 15 kilometers. And on a, with a modern electric car, that'll give you more than enough charge. So it's interesting to see the way things are changing. And even today, I had a new Ferrari SF90 come past me, and it, that's a hybrid. So it was running in electric. So it, <laughs> I saw this beautiful Ferrari coming towards me, but there was no sound associated with it. It just oh. glided past me in stealth mode. So uh, I think that's the aim of, of Formula E and certainly electric vehicles as they become more popular. People in, that, are, that only drive their cars around city centers and things, it kind of makes sense to run an electric car. Mm. And and you mentioned you were at the launch in Cape Town. I was also at the launch there uh, a few weeks back or a few months ago. And um, it seems like it's well received in Cape Town. Capetonians are waiting for it. For Formula E also, they seem to be excited to be coming to Cape Town. Why is Cape Town an attractive market for them? Well, obviously, there's uh, the Africa is a massive market for uh, electric mobility, so that gets a foot in the door. They race in Morocco uh, currently, but in terms of Southern Africa, this would be the first appearance of Formula E. Uh, and obviously, Cape Town offers a lot in terms of scenery. I mean, I don't know. If it's it's not that dissimilar to Monaco, actually. I mean, mm. there's a lot more money in Monaco, but in terms of scenery, location, uh, mountain, obviously, they'll race around the stadium, which is pretty spectacular. And I think they're banking on the fact, and I, I agree, South Africans are, are sporting crazy and also motorsport crazy. And we're a bit starved for, for motorsport, especially at the moment. So to see a world-class motorsport event, I think will be well-received by Capetonians. And I think Formula E would love to come and see that kind of enthusiasm. And what kind of impact do you think it will have or, or do they hope that it will have? Uh, I think, you know, every every time there's a Formula E event, they have uh, an e-festival that runs alongside yes, it. So yes. that's that's open to the public. And I think, you know, the, I'll, I'll, take, I'll certainly come down there. I'll, I'll take my son down there. And, you know, the future of motoring is undeniably electric. So if they can start uh, um, uh, growing excitement levels around a new generation of motorsport fan, 
then I think that that's a positive, that's a win for them. So I don't know that they're coming to try and sell you an electric car, mm-hmm. but I think they're coming to show you that uh, electric mobility isn't, is actually pretty exciting and, and, uh, and achievable. I remember when I spoke to Ian Banner, he was saying that they also hope that it can showcase Africa as a role player in the transition to a greener future. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think I think there's challenges uh, um, in our markets that are unique. Um, so it it won't be an, uh, an easy sell. Certainly, electric mobility isn't isn't going to be as easy a sell as it's been in Europe to date. But uh, the fact that it's inevitable and manufacturers are moving that way, kind of we have to embrace it. Otherwise, we're going to get left behind. So. Yeah, I certainly think Cape Town's a good place to start in terms of uh, a footprint. Were you impressed by the track? Looks like it'll be Yeah, fast. the track's great. I've, I've done a, uh, well, the Cape Town track. I yeah. think the Cape Town track will be, I, d- I think if you look at it from a bird's eye view, it potentially doesn't look that exciting now. But I think once they're done with it and once they've put a few chicanes in, and uh, I think once you see how fast these cars are, and how fast they'll take a bend, say, from, you know, if, if you're going towards the waterfront from Greenpoint, if you if mm. you take a left onto Beach Road, if you realize how quickly those cars will take that left onto Beach Road, um, I think there's definitely potential for it to be exciting. Okay, so how does race weekend look like then in Monaco this weekend? When do they start? So on Saturday, the whole, uh, there's one race on Saturday. So Saturday morning is qualifying, uh, and then Saturday afternoon is the race. And then all Formula E races, they are the length of them is, is 45 minutes and then one lap. So after 45 minutes of racing, once the leader crosses the start-finish line, there's one more lap um, for everything to unfold. Um, and, you know, in Formula 1, Monaco is, a, is, is such a spectacular track in terms of its sense of presence, but it's very hard to overtake in Monaco traditionally. So you, you really have to be brave to overtake. And yet Formula E cars... Uh, last year's race, they had something like 28 overtakes um, in, in the race. And I think there was nine changes of leader of leader through the race. So I think they're hoping that it'll be really uh, exciting. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see who comes out tops at the end of it. Okay, wonderful, Ian. Thanks for speaking to us. Looking forward to it. Should also be on SABC. But enjoy, enjoy Monaco. Enjoy the weekend. Fantastic. Thanks for the chat. Thank you, Ian McLaren there, who is a motoring journalist in South Africa for the past 24 years. Uh, Lucky man also. He's in Monaco now for Formula E. How's that?